Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. I'm Chris Gold, joining me in the studio today. We've got James Longman. Hello. And making his debut, the South End Hammer. Alex is here. Hello. Good luck on your debut, Alex. Thank you very much. You're going to be fine. So this week, we'll be talking about the Man United match. God, we've had so many matches recently. Man United, uh, Wigan, Man City. Uh, We'll get on to some discussion around new contracts. Winston Reid got a new deal today, which is fantastic news. Um, Also, Big Sam has got a deal that's imminent. We'll be talking about... Razvan Rat, rumoured signing, uh, and, and Diarmi and Andy Carroll also on the horizon. Plus, we've got special guests. We've got Ben Shepherd from Goals on Sunday and Moose from Talksport. And the Moose. Yeah. Uh, and then the West Ham Stadium survey, of course, uh, that concludes, or concluded by the time this episode uh, reaches iTunes. And also there'll be a big uh, announcement at the end of the show, something very exciting, but you hear about that a bit later. Finally, some predictions. We've got Newcastle home, Everton away to come. So let's kick things off and talk about the Man United match. It feels like a long time ago now. 2-2, cracking performance. Alex, uh, what did you make of it? I thought we were really good. I thought mm. we were really, really good. Uh, took the game to them. Yeah. Um, and many teams don't, especially away. But, I mean, at home, we, we've been fantastic all year. Got an early goal. Thought that. I mean, Jarvis rinsing Ferdinand on that How touchline was that. was brilliant. Mm. Carroll heading it back and, and Vaz Tay getting a goal. Um, and then they sort of come back into it. And then I mean, what could you say about Diarmo's goal? It was oh. it was special. Yeah. Um, and oh, they getting a lucky offside goal at the end. <sighs> um, but I thought we limited them to a mm. few chances, and I thought we were fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to forget they were their champions elect at the time, and yeah. uh, we totally matched them as we always seem to do uh, against Man United, Upton Park. Yeah, well, in fact, home and away we've been excellent against them this season, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been dreadfully unlucky not mm. to come away with you know at least three points out of one of them. Um, you know, in the FA Cup as well, we've been really good, really good against them, and you know, I'm, that's what you want to see from West Ham. It makes you quite proud those matches because we put a fight in, especially under the lights. There's nothing like Man United under the lights when you've got a great performance like that. Yeah, it was good. And I always think sometimes because Sam and Sir Alex are supposedly good mates, I always think that he, he might give us an easier ride sometimes. That's, what he, that's <laughs> a joke. Exactly what James <laughs> said. <laughs> um, but um, he doesn't like coming down here, does he, Fergie? He doesn't no. like coming down here. And um, uh, I thought Rooney was was anonymous throughout the whole game. Maybe Diarmi mm. and O'Neill put the shackles yeah. on him a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought it were great. It's, it's good actually because uh, Ferguson, old old red face, said something about you know it's nice to come away from that battlefield, you know, with all limbs <laughs> yeah. intact and good because that means he's rustled and you know we've, yeah. we've ruffled his feathers and it, and that's what we should be doing. You know, we shouldn't be laying over and dying like we have done in the past. Mm. We should be getting right in their right in their faces and that's what we did and we we played well and we passed well and we battled well. Mm. I wanted to talk about Vazte. He's only got two goals this season, and obviously last season he was fantastic. Is he just not good enough for the Premier Premiership? What do we think of him? Um, well, I mean, I think we'll, we'll talk about the Man City game a bit later, mm. but um, he wasn't great then. I don't know with Vaz. He, he, oh, he scares a shout of me when he gets the ball inside our own. <laughs> yeah. When he gets the ball inside our own half, I always think just, just get it rid of it because he's always mm. going to try and do a flick. Or, I mean, he, he had an injury, didn't he? He was out mm. for. a I don't know between eight and ten weeks, I think, and that was unfortunate because he was doing well up to now. Might have been against Chelsea, um, but I, I don't think he's. Just, I just don't think he's good enough for the Premier League. Interesting. And, I, and I, I'd like to see us sign someone similar to Jarvis to play on that other wing to Jarvis, mm. because with Vaz, 
I mean, he'll, every now and again he'll, he'll put in a good shift, but I just don't think he's, I don't think he's good enough. Mm. James, he's all or nothing, isn't he? You either have a moment or a moment of brilliance or a moment of utter dog shit. I can't, I can't <laughs> There's think nothing of, in yeah. between. Yeah. And I can't think of many brilliant moments this season. No, I can, you, it just seems him, like a lot of dog shit. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. But he'll occasionally do a lovely run and he'll get past yeah. about three players and you find him out in space and then he'll just fall over. Yeah. So, you know, you just... I, and I've got I've, a real fondness for him, actually, just as a player, and it, you know, and after last season and after the f- playoff final... But he's just. Uh, mm, it's uh, well, one of the most uh, interesting things about him is the woman who sits near me calls him Ricardo Tazve. <laughs> and also occasionally call him Vitez. <laughs> um, the thing is, with, with that, I mean, you want him to do well because of last season, don't mm, you? And at yeah, the start of the season, I thought, yeah, I thought he was. I thought it'd be. I think it would be really good for us. I mean, I put him in my mm. fantasy team at the start yeah. of the year. I thought he was going to run right for us. But like you say, it'll be good up to the bot. I mean, he'll. It'll run for a bit. It'll make a few passes, but at the end of the day, when he gets to the final third, I just don't think he's clinical enough mm. against the quality opposition. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, did you see those stats? I love that the long ball stats. Yes. Yeah, they've been doing the rounds this week. They were, well, like, we're like 13th, 13th in the league for like <laughs> long balls. And Man U above us, weren't they? Yeah. I love that. It is a myth, isn't it? That, um, okay, let's talk about the Wigan match. Two 0 at home. Fantastic victory, but we played pretty shit. Actually, we were we weren't great, were we? And I thought no. we think we were a bit tired from United, to be honest. Mm. I think we were we we putting a lot of effort in there, and but I thought Wigan looked great though. I thought yeah. I mean, Maloney was I thought a standout player on the pitch, and they were they were cutting us open. But then that's what Big Sam's done to us, playing average to poor and getting results. I mean, on another day, mm. I, I I come out of that game and said to my dad, on another day and another season with a different manager, we would have lost that three nil. Mm. But he's installed that that fight. It's kind of steel, isn't it? That- and we don't roll over easily. Exactly, um, and yeah, it was just a, it was a, a workmanlike performance. Mm. Yeah, it was dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dreadful match, but massively enjoyable to come out of a dreadful match with a two 0 victory. It's I not mean, not very ha- not very often that happens for us, Dan. No, you, not often you go. Well, we played badly, but we won today. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was tough, but you know, I was. I was sat uh, next to the Wigan fan that was there. The fan, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, (laughs) and you know they from their team they might have kept the ball, but they they don't have anything really. And I know we're talking about relegation later Mm. on, but they don't have anything, and it must be frustrating for them as fans just to go. You know, one in one way I admire them for being one of the few Mm. fans they have and making the effort. (laughs) In another way, I think you mugs. Yeah, we were saying after the match, imagine being a Wigan fan and then losing that game to Neil and then having to drive up to Wigan where you live. <laughs> there was a chant from the, the Low East, from a chicken man, which is, um, you only hear because it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> which I enjoyed enormously. Oh dear. Oh, well, Matt Jarvis was on the score sheet again and he's had a great season, hasn't he? He's been fantastic. I think he's been really good. Last couple of months, I think he's been excellent. Mm. I think he's really, he's really turned it on. Um, and it's just nice to see someone flying down the wing. I, don't think, I still don't think we get the ball to him enough. But maybe that's because he, he's identified as a threat by the opposition and they, mm. they they mark him out of the game. But I think lately he's been great. And if you're going to stick the quality, like he sticks quality balls in time and time again. Mm. And if you do that and you aim for the back post, yeah. I mean, someone's going to go in. He's got such a great way of doing that. Fli- just flicking it, like lifting it. He's running full pelt and he can just lift, like float it. So delicately. James, do you think Matt Jarvis is appreciated by West Ham fans? Uh, I think he's started to be. Mm. I think he's taken a, a little time to win over. Um, he didn't start the season. You know, because he's got that pressure on him that he's mm. the biggest sign-in. Um, and I don't think he started the season as well as perhaps we had hoped he would. 
But I think the last, uh, as Alex says, the last couple of months he's started to shine. And mm. he gets, I'll tell you what, he gets some killer crosses in there. Yeah, he's so you know, good. You'd hate to defend against it because mm. one, he's quick, and two, he just he gets those pinpoint crosses in. Especially when you've got Andy Carroll in the box waiting to eat them up. Waiting to uh, <laughs> pile drive you. <laughs> um, and if, I was going to say, if you, if you notice, like, if some before. When they warm up before the game, he's always out the last one out there, and he's always mm. pre- he's always just digging crosses out. Mm. He's always doing. He's he seems to work so hard on it, and um, it's paying off. I think, like you said, he, the pressure of being the record signing is going to weigh heavily on mm. you, isn't it? And maybe that did for the first first few months, but I think he's been another level recently. Mm. Well, here's what um, here's what Big Sam had to say about the Wigan game in the press conference after the match. If you can win a game in the Barclays Premier League and not be playing your best, it shows a measure of what what your uh, what your determination and capabilities are when your things are not going quite your way. Rather than uh, surrender and go under, we stayed in the game until we got the opportunity to clinically finish them off, which is exactly what we did. So um, it ended up being a lot more a lot more difficult of a game than I think Manchester United was on Wednesday. Mm. But I think that's because of the effort on Wednesday against Man United by the players has took its toll a little bit today. I thought they were, they were fatigued going in, into the last uh, half an hour of the game. Didn't pass the ball very well, um, so made life very difficult for themselves. But in all fairness, the game's about two things. It's about what you do with the ball. It's about what, how good you are when you haven't got it. And when we didn't have it, which was for long periods, we were excellent in our defending today. Very resilient, very dogged. And our quality of finishing in the end has won us a game 2-0. And uh, we're absolutely delighted to be on 42 points with four games to go. So, and uh, following the Wigan game was the Man City match. Um, Alex, thoughts on it? Um, I went out with my dad, actually. Um, I- my thoughts primarily was I was I was thankful it didn't rain because every mm. single time I've been up to Manchester it has rained. <laughs> yeah. So I was pleased about that. Um, <laughs> uh, first off, it, uh, we we gave the ball way too often. We yeah. were pretty slow, um, and they could have had three or four. Um, yeah. They really could. Um, but I thought second off we come out and we played great. I thought mm. we played really really well. Um, and Diarmo got the ball down a bit more. We put, put balls into Carroll. Um, who got his goal in the end, but. I mean, what can you say? Look, look at the two squads. Look at their bench. Look at ours. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was always a tough ask up there, but and um, the way the way the way support was good. It was fun to be there. Um, and in the end, if Collins was Collins had a chance at one nil, and if you put that away, we might have we might have got a draw out of it. Um, but pleased for Carroll getting his goal because he worked hard again. I thought Carroll was great. Mm. I mean, the amount of times he got the ball on the halfway line and just trapped it, and he went one way or the other and passed it to one of us, and it led to an attack from us was 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 great. And um, interesting seeing Carlton come on for the last ten minutes because I think that's quite a good little plan B for us, putting them both up yeah. there because Carroll's knacking them out for eighty minutes, and they don't want to see Carlton come. Well, actually, maybe he might, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't want, want to see another. See. <laughs> you don't <laughs> see Carlton come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a West Ham fan. You don't. don't but um, I love you, Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I thought we. I thought we. Proper real good fight second half and um mm. and, and done all right in the end. Yeah, I mean there's only kind of Yaya Toure's Toure's goal just kind of killed it. And we but up until then we looked like we could score. We were creating chances and maybe without that, as a uh, Andy Carroll got the goal at the end, we could have maybe got away with a draw. I also think what is a massive positive out of it is that what it's one of those matches where West Ham in the past would have, you know, we're safe. We're up mm. against last season's champions, second in the table. They're a class team. We could easily have rolled over and lost that 3-4, four, 5-1. Four, 
five nil, like mm. easily, like a little roll in the sun, where we get thumped, mm. and we didn't, and we fought right up until the right up until the end, and and got that goal, and we kept fighting, and that is the spirit that Big Sam's, you know, instilled, instilled. In and yeah. he has no matter what you think of him, he's instilled a good team spirit, and they work hard, you know, mm. so it's good to see. Agreed. Um, but here's what bit interesting thing Big Sam had to say after the Wigan match regarding his new contract. I don't know whether the, the owners want me to be mathematically safe. <laughs> but the contract's sorted. It is sorted. Will you sign it? It's sorted, yeah. I will. Yeah. Where are you going to sign that then, sir? I'm one, probably one mathematically safe. <laughs> So it sounds there as if Big Sam's contract has been tied up. Are we happy about that fact? Like we've mentioned there, he's instilled the, some steel into us. Are you happy about a two-year deal for Big Sam? I, I think he, I think he's done all, all, all has been asked of him, and I think he deserves it. I mean, getting mm-hmm. us up for the first attempt, and I mean, where we are now in the league table, it's beyond my wildest dreams. I'd have taken yeah. 17th at the start. Yeah. And it's, we've been, I think we've been great. I think at home, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and away, for the most part, it, it, you know, it, West Ham teams have gone by. It was, I didn't look forward to going away. But yeah. now I think, you know, we'll, we'll at least we'll fight. And the big thing for me is if Allardyce stays, and it's the best chance of Andy Carroll staying. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's Point. that's another thing about it. But yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. I mean, how can you not say he hasn't deserved it? I mean, mm. he's, he's done everything, and um, and to be tenth in the league with with a few games to go now is is. Considering that you know the majority of the team is the one we had from last year, I think he's he's, he's done very very well. Yeah, well, we've got some uh, inside information here. This is from uh, Sports Direct News, our friend of the show Hugh Southen, from an article there regarding the Big Sam's deal is imminent. He says, uh, I think a club at the sc- a, cl- a source at the club says everything is agreed. There have been no problems. We all know where we are and are pleased at the outcome. It's unlikely the club will make an official announcement as this is Sam's moment and the timing is up to him although it could come as soon as the weekend or the early part of next week following the home clash match against Newcastle United. James, you happy? Two-year deal? Uh, yeah, I think he deserves it. Um, just talking about being 10th in the table, It's we have uh, we had Sky Sports News on in the office and it kept showing the table after the, the Villa Sunderland match. Uh, and it, all, it kept showing the bottom half. I keep checking. <laughs> <laughs> this is wrong. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> And then it shows the top half, and we're like, yeah. well, we're up in the top half, and that is remarkable. Yeah. And I just think, you know, regardless of what you think, he steadied the ship. We've, we're up after going after a horrendous time under Vim Grant mm. and a tough time before that. Um, he steadied the ship. We've got some steel in there. Uh, and, you know, two years is a chance to push on. And yeah. if we don't push on, if we kind of end the next season and the start of next se- season after that, and we're still a bit unhappy, and the football's not as good as everyone wants it to be. Then we should reevaluate, and that's what the chairman are doing. Mm. You know, I think he deserves he deserves a chance. Why why would we get rid of him? It would mm. make no sense. I'm fed up for the time being of being up and down. I'm fed yeah. up of it. One thing that bothers me though is why don't we sing Big Sam's Claret Blue Army? Right. <sighs> maybe we will. Maybe we will start doing it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if it takes us to. If it takes us further, I, I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't. Um, just one other thing to add as well. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I was at the start. I was, I was a bit kind of, uh, you know, what is it going to be like? Mm. But I think, especially at home, I think the football's been great. Yeah, I've, yeah. Re- I've, I've generally have enjoyed it. Like that, 
we've put in some such good performances at home and and even away to an extent and it hasn't been you know as this like the press like to make us out this long ball team mm. because we've played some good stuff yeah and um I reckon, from I suppose a lot of the fans I speak to now, I mean, I don't know anyone who isn't happy with him. I yeah. really don't, and I reckon, I reckon next season could be the start of the old big Sam Clarence Blue Army. Mm. You never know. It's hard to, be, it's hard to be kind of anti-Sam when, like, we've got the results in the bag, you know, because we're playing good football as far as I can see, like you say. And I think that game against Chelsea earlier this season, that was one of the best West Ham performances I've seen in years. I thought it was just absolutely quality, and I think you know that that's just down to the way that Sam's organised us and got in some decent kind of skillful players. Like Diarmi's quite skillful, um, so I completely agree. Yeah, give him a little bit of money to spend this summer. See, see what he buys. You know, it's. I think if you judge him based on what he started with and what we have now, you can only give him a new contract. That's mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. real option. And they're doing it sensibly, aren't they? You know, two years at the start, and now you know, and, it, and now two years now, and see where we are yeah. then. And if if it isn't going as well as as it is now, you know, we'll have, we'll have a change. But we've been chopping and changing before. I don't know. Let's say before, after Rhoda, I guess. I mean, we we're chopping and changing so much before then. I think we were like one of the few teams that had such few managers, yeah, or we're mm. definitely down the lower yeah. lower ends. And it just be just be nice to have a geezer who knows what he's doing. Yeah. Playing some good football, um, and and getting the fans on side at last. Mm. Good on him. Yeah, good one. Well, um, let's talk about some new contracts. It's been announced today that Winston Reid has got a new deal until 2015. So here's a here's a quote from the uh, club website. I've really enjoyed being here. Uh, it's a good club, and we've done really well over the last couple of years. Now I'm looking forward to the next two years. I think I've played some good football over the last few years, but that goes for the whole team as well. Hopefully, we can continue that. Uh, Winston Reid, is he up there for Hammer of the Year, would you think? He's Hammer of the Year for me. Really? He really is, yeah. Um, mm. uh, you know, when he first came into the team, stuck him out of right back and he, he got he got murdered and I thought, here he goes, another one, he's another yeah. one we picked up, yeah. we ain't going to make it. But uh, his transformation's been been unreal. I think mm. he's been unbelievable this year. It's helped having Collins, I think. Yeah. Having a, having a steady hand and someone who's been at the club before and knows what it's like. But, I mean, I remember going up to West Brom and he was Oh, just head and shoulders above the rest and come out of that game thinking I'd, I'd start to develop a bit of a man crush on him because he, <laughs> was, he was that good I mean yeah. I think he's been I think he's been unbelievable and, and the turnaround with him has, has been great um, I heard uh, Mark Bright was on Radio 5 on Sunday saying that uh, he'd put Winston Reid in his PFA team of the year right. he's just been so outstanding and you, it's hard not to disagree it's hard to disagree with him he's been so good he's very handsome <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, are you pleased, James? Yeah. No, I think he's great. I mean, it's weird that it's two years. It's, that's well, just, that's it, an extension. He right? had an extension. They tr- the West of the club triggered a clause in his contract oh, that okay. extends his contract. Right. Yeah. Because that seems yeah. a short contract for someone with so much promise. I know, but presumably he's on uh, small wages, and they're just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> As you were. Um, I think he's been. I think. I think he's been class. That first season was a bit. Yeah, it was. It's fun, right, the it? transformation has been incredible. That first season, he was so poor, and maybe that was Avram Grant's fault. But when we went down to the championship, he was. He started becoming amazing. You think, oh, is that because he's found his level? But this season, I think, in my mind, he seems to have been even better this year than he was last year against even tougher opposition. It's funny, isn't it? By us having bought a player, that's getting better. 
<laughs> yeah, usually, is that weird? Does that feel yeah. weird? It is usually opposite. We or we'll buy someone like what's his face, Savio, that you'll never hear of again. <laughs> yeah, we we'll spend a lot of money on someone. You think, oh, yeah. what happened to them? And, but we seem to have invested in the future. Yeah, with a player. This is weird. I, it feels odd saying it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have someone like that. But then at the back of your mind, with that, you always think, oh, don't get that good because <laughs> yeah, I don't want don't, you going off to. Spurs, we don't want you so. to get Slav and Billy. Because <laughs> yeah. you won't be around. You won't be around too yeah. longer. Hope he sticks around. He's, yeah. he's been out already. Yeah, and I think he's 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 certainly quite well liked now by the West Ham fan base. We had some comment on uh, the Knees and Mother Brown forum. Doc H Bell said he's our best centre half since Rio, uh, and Saluda Di, Di Calitos said great news uh, on his contract and an absolute shoe in for Hammer of the Year. Uh, James, your Hammer of the Year? Um, I I think Nolan's had an excellent season mm. up until his recent spasm, arm spasm or whatever kind of yeah. illness he has. I yeah. don't quite understand. I think he's been uh, excellent. So okay. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw it in the mix. All right. Well, we can we can talk, discuss this a little bit later. But um, <laughs> let's talk about a potential transfer that's been rumoured today. Razvan Rat. Hey, Red fans. Uh, apparently, he's agreed to move to London on a free transfer. 31-year-old Romanian is set to sign a three-year contract worth... Thirty-five thousand pounds per oh, week. Go. That's what I mean so, when you when you're building for the future. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> thirty-one-year-old remaining on a three-year contract. <laughs> Wicked. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Called I mean, Razvan Rat. <laughs> I mean, any has this crossed our consciousness? This guy. Uh, I think I've I've seen he him a few times. Yeah. I've seen him a few times for Shakhtar. I can't remember him him jumping out, but uh, like you say, to be honest with you, I was thinking about the left back situation. McCartney being out, but. I think O'Brien's been been excellent at left back. I, I actually, I probably wouldn't mind him carrying on next year at left back. I think he's yeah. been brilliant. Yeah. Um, he looks so much like Quinton Towns. No, he doesn't. He looks like <laughs> he looks like Flathead from Dick Tracy. You've got to Google it. They're the same yeah, person. Uh, yeah, but Joe O'Brien's had a good game, a uh, good season. Yeah, he has yeah. had a good season. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Raz Van Rat. Joining us now, big West Ham fan. He's the host of Goals on Sunday. He's also the host of the West Ham Player Awards. He has been the last two years, and he's again this year. It's Ben Shepherd. Welcome to the show. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Very well. Very well. So, um, uh, Ben, the Olympic Stadium deal is done. Are you looking forward to the move? Uh, I, yeah, I am, to be honest. I, spent, I was lucky enough to spend the summer in the Olympic Stadium. I had an amazing uh, job, probably the best job of my life as a sort of <laughs> stadium host. Um, with one or two friends who managed to plug us in there somehow, <laughs> and um, and it was it's an amazing it's an amazing environment. I think that the brilliant thing, the thing that I'm most excited about is is how hard the club seem to have worked or are working to make sure that it's going to be a fit environment to to watch football in, which I think is absolutely key because we watch some amazing athletics and there's no question it's an amazing athletic stadium. Yeah. But can it work for football? And I think they've done that. I think the designs look really exciting, really impressive. And I think for, you know, we've all got amazing memories of the bowling and we've all been there for extraordinary games and, and you know, it's the, the first proper ground I ever went to and I'll never forget it. But I'm looking forward to creating some new memories and more exciting memories for us at the Olympic Stadium and hopefully, you know, a successful future, as successful as our past was, you know. Hmm. Um, how do you think, what would you think would be an appropriate send-off for Upton Park? What would you like to see happen? Um, you know, Maybe sort of an all-stars game of some sort would be fantastic. Get some of the greats back um, that can still walk and still keep balls around uh, against some of the youngsters, you know, some of the, 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 the bright young things that we've got coming through the academy. Um, the thing that I love about the end-of-season dinner is it raised money for the academy. And, and you know, in the, in the past, we've created some... Uh, we've been able to sort of 
bring on some really exciting players. And I think if you were to get sort of the best of the best of our history against the best of our future, I think that could be quite a nice way of looking back and looking forward at the same time. What about uh, the Hammerettes? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, get the, get the best of the past of the Hammerettes, <laughs> the best of the future. <laughs> I, mean, I was I was there at the Wigan game the other week, and I met some of them, and, and um, you know, I, strangely, I was quite happy to be distracted from the Wigan game for five minutes because the Hammerettes were up. <laughs> what is their role now if they're not dancing on the pitch at half time? They dance for people. Yeah, well, the they're ambassadors for their club. I think they go round and they sort of they they go round and they introduce people to the idea that betting with SBO bet is uh, is a really oh. good idea because really attractive girls bring you the uh, betting sheet. <laughs> uh, it seems perfectly plausible for me. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you're you're hosting the end of season West Ham Player Awards, and one of the, obviously the big one is Hammer of the Year. I mean, Andy Carroll's got to be a contender. Maybe Winston Reid too. We've been talking about. Who do you think or will, will come away with the trophy? Uh, I've no idea. I couldn't tell you who's going to come away with the trophy mm. um, because, uh, but I can tell you who I think. I, I'd certainly say those two have been up there. I've really enjoyed watching Matt Jarvis play. I think every time he gets the ball, so exciting things can happen. I think he's just, you know, he's quite an unsung hero in many ways. Um, I've, and, and I think you have to sort of look at the army as well. I think that, you know, he, he, he for me, represents everything that's great about industrious, creative midfielders. Um, he's everywhere on the pitch. He's so he just doesn't seem to stop. He's got that creative flair. I mean, maybe you know, if if he if he could if he was more devastating in the final third, I'm sure that all the top clubs would be desperate to try and take him off us. Um, I think that he's 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 been the beating heart of a lot of our creativity this season. So he's certainly up there. But I'd say those three particularly, and and also you uh, see as well, because mm. uh, you know I think um, he's again. He's sort of grown into his position. It's a bit stupid thing to say, but you know, I was a bit nervous at the start of the season. Um, he seemed sort of a little bit like he was finding his way and learning, you know, how to sort of react to the crowd and, and being up to part. But it, there's no question that he's been he's been worthy of many of the points that we've managed to win over the last few weeks. And the run of form has been down to him and how well he's played. And you know, I think he, he's he's got to be under the shout. Yeah, mm. Ben, just on on Big Sam, actually. Um, it's there's still some fans that don't really like him, but uh, you know from what whenever I speak to you and whenever you kind of you hear from the players, they all seem to really love him. I mean, the team spirit seems really good, and the players seem to work for him. I mean, essentially, he's quite a good bloke, isn't he? He's a brilliant bloke. Yeah, I mean, he's he's absolutely uh, because I've been lucky enough to do this. But he's absolutely the sort of bloke you want to go to the pub with uh, and have a drink. You have a really good laugh with him. He's he's got some great stories. He's really open. He is a really open book, so you can ask him questions and he's happy to share his thoughts and stuff like that. I think he's just honest, which I think the players all really, really like. There doesn't seem to be a side to him, so you know they know that they're getting from Sam what, they, you know, what he actually thinks about them, so they want to play for him. Um, and uh, you know, when you look at what any of us wanted when we got relegated, we wanted to come straight back up and we wanted to stay in the Premier League. We'd all have taken that over anything. A little bit of consistency. You know, let's forget about, you know, who plays passing football or whatever. Forget all the tactics and this and the other. Let's just get ourselves promoted and let's get ourselves staying in the league and then let's look at it. And there's no question that Sam has done exactly what's been asked of him. You know, the only maybe the only blip was that we didn't win the championship, but hey, we all got to go to uh, uh, Wembley oh, yes. to see, our, to see <laughs> our, team, our team and we saw the Claren blew up and down Wembley Way, mm. which is something that I never thought I'd ever get to see in my life because, you know, the times we did it before in the FA Cup was all down in Cardiff. So, 
that was an amazing experience. And, you know, and Sam got us through that brilliantly. And then, you know, we are potentially on for a top half finish. Whether we will or not, it will come down to the last few games. But it, what what more could be asked of him? Yeah. You know, I understand what people say that it seems like it's suddenly a very direct sort of football. But amongst the direct football, there's been some great goals and there's been some great touches and some great flair as well. And I take that consistency over anything. So. He's a really honest, he's a really top bloke. Clearly, he's got the team working. I, you know, you speak to QPR fans or you speak to Reading fans, you speak to Villa fans or you speak to Wigan fans right now and they would kill to be where we are. You speak to any of the teams that have been promoted or you look at Newcastle, what's happened to them, any of them would kill to be where we are with a little bit of consistency that we've managed to have this season. Um, and, and, you know, I think I would like to see him get given another summer to sort of bring in some more players. Um, and 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 then have another run at it and see what we can do next season as well. Yeah, yeah, all agreed. I think. Thanks, Ben. Last question. Uh, obviously, you're hosting the the West Ham Player uh, Awards this year yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, are you expecting to break up any more fights, or do you think you're done with that? <laughs> <sort of paper? laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not. Well, we got we got um, we, it, they changed venues. So the the year that we had the little sort of skirmish, uh, it all went a bit East London in the West End um, <laughs> on Park Lane was. We were at the Grosvenor, and then last year we had to go to the Hilton because uh, none of us realised this, but there was no uh, no, no fighting licence at the Grosvenor. So oh. apparently we weren't allowed. We weren't allowed. But I, and that should have been, that should that should have been put on the invite. I think that was that was sort of a, a miss misstep by the marketeers. Uh, it's, you know what? The best thing is, I, I it, it, it is a brilliant night for anyone going, and I've done a few end of season dinners for a few clubs now. And there's none of them like West Ham because actually you get the access to the players. You get a player sitting on your table, the manager sits on your table, you can meet all the players. They make a really big effort. And I've been at other clubs, I've done other home season dinners, and you don't get anywhere near the players because they think that the players can't mix with them. And it's it's a real shame because the great thing is that the, the, the fans that are the lifeblood of the club and are willing to come and support the academy on that night, and you know they actually get to say hello, they actually get to share their opinions. Occasionally, as we saw a few years ago, it can be a little bit sort of not necessarily the opinion that people want to hear. But at the same time, you know, the majority, I'd say, you know, more or less all of them, 99.9%, respect the fact that the players have come out and they're there and they want to share sort of their stories and their sort of successes and, and disappointments that season. I think the players do a brilliant job, actually. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic night. I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, excellent stuff. Thanks very much for joining us, Ben. Nice one. Thanks, Pleasure. Ben. My pleasure, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Well, joining us now on the Knees of Mother Brown West Ham podcast, we've got the self-appointed future of British comedy. <laughs> Rob Beckett is here, Arsenal uh, fan. I mean, self-appointed, I did say it in jest, yeah. um, but now it's been taken out of context, <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take that. This is our first uh, foreign yeah. supporter in the, in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. I was yeah. had a meeting with James, and I'm actually off to do an Arsenal podcast, <laughs> and I've popped oh, in here. Dear, to do a shift. That's showbiz. What's the What's the exact name of the Arsenal podcast you're doing? Um, it's the Boyd Hilton one. It's the fo- t- footballistically oh, or shit. something. Shit, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's very good. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not going to get much crossover. I could say anything. <laughs> <laughs> <Good luck. Yeah. laughs> but this is rooms actually smaller though yeah. than the <laughs> Arsenal one. The Arsenal one podcast is a bit bigger and got a leather yeah. seats. Yeah. Did you get snacks there? Um, no, but Tom Rosenthal made me go and have oysters with him once beforehand. <laughs> really? And then it's like being at the Emirates. <laughs> two, <laughs> two days later, um, we both were sick. Both <laughs> <ends>. <laughs>
<laughs> on the Arsenal podcast, you not say anything, just stare like politely a clap and maybe like, there's yeah. a silence for an hour. A lot of silence, and then um, you just then someone's really funny, and then we sell them to another podcast. <laughs> That's how it works. They were uh, they were uncharacteristically noisy on Sunday. Yeah, it was. It was a I, I went. Atmosphere. Yeah, I went, and it was a proper yeah they proper up for it. And uh, but what was nice as well, they didn't proper Van Persie got abuse, but. When they were singing like the horrible song with Empire, they sort of the, the bigger the like, portion of the crowd mm. started singing Arsenal songs, yeah. which was nicer rather than it just being pure hate, yeah. rather than celebrating what we got. But yeah, there was one up for it. I thought we yeah. was going to beat about three 0 four 0 at the start because yeah. they were all over them. But then, mm. but then it didn't happen. Yeah. Right. Did you turn your back on the guard of honour like some? No, nah, I, did, I didn't. I didn't do that. I, I, I clapped them. I, I mean, I wasn't happy with Van Persie leaving, but they deserve a round of applause. They did well, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe feel physically sick. <laughs> what I liked about it on Sky, watching on Sky Sports, they focused on two fans. One Arsenal fan who they kept coming back to, who was like, who was when Van Persie took up to uh, stepped up to that penalty, he was praying he didn't score. He was looking to the gods, and they cut back to about five times during the match. And the Man U fan was James Nesbitt from Cold Feet. <laughs> so and were, like, only two fans were there. <laughs> The Arsenal fan of James Nesbitt. We're only interested in these two. <laughs> it was so weird. Was the Arsenal fan famous? Was no, it? no. No. It's a bit weird, isn't it? No. Imagine if it was someone from Cold Feet as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we were just talking a second ago about famous West Ham and Arsenal players. You, we've got Shamak at the moment. Yeah. And he's going to come back. You must be so oh, excited about that. Is he really? Can't you just keep him for a bit longer? He is awful, <laughs> isn't he? Has he scored for you yet? No. No. No, I stuck up for him on the very first, yeah, you were like, on the very first podcast. Let's give him time. Because he was getting involved and he was... He was <laughs> He, he got near playing. the ball yeah, and almost put, touched the ball. You put me on, I'd get involved. It's not really good. <laughs> but I'm definitely getting people's faces. <laughs> but he hasn't really played since. No, he's awful. Ever since you said he was good, Big Sam yeah. has dropped him. I mean, because Andy Carroll's your main striker, isn't he? Yeah. But is, yeah. he, is he going back to Liverpool? What's that? Well, oh, we're he's not sure. meant to be going back. But apparently we're the only one. That, They're going to need him now, though, Suarez. Yeah. Well, I don't think they just don't play to his strengths, do they? So hopefully... He'll come back. I don't know what your strengths are, Andy Carroll's. No other, no other strikers <laughs> that they can get in the team. We, uh, no, we were talking about uh, Chamak and uh, the guy whose name I can't pronounce. Jeremy Aliadier, that was another one we had. Another yeah. successful loan signing. I thought he was going to be amazing, but he weren't. No. He was really quick, and he had proper gel there, didn't he? Down on his yeah. face. And he was going out with Lilani. That, that oh, Lilani. Yeah, yeah, he used to go out with her. Two facts about Aliadier. It's such a budget posh and vex. <laughs> So, yeah, so below par. But, yeah, sorry for keep giving you our awful players. Yeah, well, it was a retirement home for a while, wasn't it, West Ham, for Arsenal players? Ian Wright. Ian Wright. Nigel Winterburn. Hartson. Yeah, Hartson. Well, arguably... He was in his... He was in his pomp. I don't think John Hartson's ever been in his prime. He was a... Unit. I see him and Kitson. Him and Kitson. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. Yeah. It's great days. They that saved us that season. Yeah. They were class. Your glory days. Yeah. yeah. We've actually had scorers because we don't really get scorers. Scorers? <laughs> you sound like an 11 year old. Scorers. <laughs> we definitely need a scorer this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this season. We need a scorer. Um, but you know, Andy Carroll's doing right now, isn't he? Yeah. Is he doing well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's, I think he, he scored. Yeah, I mean, he's doing well. He's doing as really a scorer, well. his job is to score, is a, as a scorer, he's the score, he's doing that. And so. squashing De Gea, that was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, never yeah. seen anyone move Still at that angle with <laughs> It was like um, Street Fighter, do you know, a special move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Fat Sam had uh, pressed up special buttons <laughs> and it flew through the air. Dragon punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It's all good. Um, 
I think I might have to go, boys. Yeah. I've got yeah, to do so another one. But yeah, I've, I've yeah. enjoyed this little chat. Um, <laughs> it's been fun, isn't it? And yeah. uh, enjoy your panic room. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Olympus Has Fallen at the cinema, and they take the uh, president to a little room, a bit like this. <laughs> this, this With room. two idiots sat in talking, <laughs> talking yeah. wanting to talk about Jeremy Adia. Yeah. Is no. that in it? Don't mention it. <laughs> no, you don't get a shout out this one. <laughs> Fingers crossed for the sequel. Yeah. Right, see you later, lads. Thanks, yeah, see you Thanks for it. Bye. Okay, well, joining us now on the show, we've got Talk Sports' very own, the very popular Moose. Welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Very, very well. Um, and uh, my first question is, how are you? I mean, we looks like we're safe. How have you found this season? Oh, it's been brilliant. I mean, I, I, I never actually thought that we wouldn't uh, survive this season right from day one against Villa. Um, I, you know, I looked at the division and I didn't think we would have that many many problems staying up. So, you know, I, I've enjoyed it. I mean, there were, there was a few moments throughout the season when you know, I thought maybe we could have played better and a few results where you know next season I think places especially away from home we've been to and not performed Sunderland and Fulham I think are, are two cases in point where I think you know, they'll need to improve West Ham but I think in general it's been good I mean you know, the style of football's been okay um, it's been exciting most of the games up to Park have been exciting anyway that I've seen um, I, I've been pretty happy with it I mean yeah, we've been competitive which is what you want to be and, and Listen, going into the last you know months of the season, not having to worry about staying up and uh, just enjoying the, you know the fact that we're going to be in the Premier League next season, I think is is amazing. Mm. And uh, obviously, on your on your Twitter profile, you've got a picture of Big Sam strangling you. You had that at one point. How, how has <laughs> uh, how has Big Sam been this season for you? Yeah, I mean Sam is great. I mean, you know, I, I didn't really know Sam till he arrived at Upton Park. I mean, I, I interviewed him a couple of times on on various. Um, games around London when Blackburn or Bolton had, uh, had come to town but you know I, I didn't really know Sam so I've got to know him over the last couple of years um, and, and you know, he's, he's really friendly really engaging um, he's very, very difficult to interview actually in a, in, for a radio person because what you really ideally want when you ask a question is a nice sort of 20 or 30 second sound bite um, and Sam tends to give you chapter and verse yeah. so uh, you know two questions can go on for about five minutes but no, he's, he's He's tremendous, and I think he's enjoyed the season as well. Um, Moose, the, the the Olympic Stadium deal is done. Are you going to shed a tear when we leave Upton Park? Are you excited about the move? Uh, yes, to both. I mean, obviously, I'll shed a tear when leaving Upton Park because I went there first in 1977 uh, as, as an eight-year-old, and and you know, I, let's get let's get this right. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people at the moment have this kind of misty-eyed view of Upton Park. You know how it's. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously West Ham's home, um, but it's changed. Uh, when I first went there as a, as, a, as a supporter, and when I first went there as a journalist 20 years ago, you know, you, you were right on top of the pitch. The atmosphere was just like no other atmosphere, probably, certainly in this country, probably in world football, because you were so close. But you know, you think, and you have to, um, you have to look forward, and you have to increase your ambitions. I, I, I've equated it to when you buy a house, you know, when you buy a house, you might buy a two-bedroom house or a one-bedroom house when you, when you first get on the housing ladder. And, and that's your, your house. And, and, you know, you love that house, it's yours, and you could never envisage not having that house. But, 
you know, you, you then get a chance to maybe, you know, upgrade, get something bigger. And, and West Ham have got that chance to upgrade and get something bigger. Um, you know, the Olympic Stadium is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I think, you know, West Ham, or I mean, Spurs were looking at it as well. You know, it would be absolutely crazy not to have, have, have gone after it and to grab it with both hands. And I understand people that, that you know, have reservations about it. I, I haven't been inside it, so I don't know about sight lines, but I've seen all the... Um, the plans. I've, I've I've spoken to people within the club who assure me that you know this this ridiculous notion of needing binoculars just mm. to be able to see the bloke in front of you is is, is ridiculous. So you know I'm I'm prepared to embrace it. You know if it means that West Ham can go forward, become a bigger and better club, and 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 maybe not challenge to finish tenth in the league, but challenge like you know Everton or or Liverpool to finish you know fifth or sixth in the league, then then I'm signing up for it. It's obviously going to be a wrench for a lot of people, but you know, I think in 10 years' time, if, if it all works out in 10 years' time, people will go, you know what, Upton Park was great, this is better, and, and look where the team is and the club is, you know, having having moved. Um, actually, Moose, on that point, have you come filled in the uh, supporter survey? No, I haven't, actually. I must do that. <laughs> You've got to midnight. midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure right. I, I was going to watch the Champions League tonight, but I'll do that instead. <laughs> Good. Good. Get your priorities in order. Um, <clears throat> last, Absolutely. Last question. The player rewards, uh, West Ham player rewards very soon, and, of course, the big one hammer of the year. Uh, who are the contenders for you? Uh, who are yours? Well, we've been discussing maybe Diarmi. I think I think Winston Reid's probably my favourite, but Andy Carroll also has a chance. Uh, James likes Kevin Nolan. Anything to add to that list? Uh, no, James I mean, Collins I mean, uh, maybe as well. Yeah, I mean, I think Jim just had a good good season back. I mean, you know, he had that nightmare sort of episode at Swansea right at the beginning of the season. But I think I think he's played very well. Um, somebody who never gets a mention, who I think actually has done done really well, not only this year but last year as well, considering. Uh, the sort of injury problems he had prior to joining West Ham is Jerry O'Brien. I think he's mm. done well. I wouldn't disagree at all with Winston Reid. He, he would definitely be in my three. Um, Andy Carroll, um, my only reservation about Andy Carroll is, is A, he wasn't at the club at the beginning of the season. Uh, not that that necessarily has to qualify you or disqualify you, um, but he has been injured quite a bit. Having said that, the games he's played, I think he's been absolutely tremendous. I mean, my view on Andy Carroll has, uh, has changed massively in the last in the last few months. I mean, I still don't believe he's a goal scorer in, in a David Cross mould or, a, you know, a Tony Cotty mould, i.e., you know, they, they will score you 20, 25 goals a season. He will never do that. But what he does do fantastically is he sets up other people and also he helps out at the back. I mean, you know, people, we're, we're fond in radio saying that somebody puts a shift in um, and, and he really does put a shift in. But I, I think just because... Again, my, my view on him has changed this year. Um, I think I would go with Modi Army. Um, when we signed him, I, I've got to be honest, I scratched my head and thought, who? Who is this guy? <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, it's not that I hadn't heard of him. Of course I've heard of him. I've seen Wigan play quite a bit. Um, but I've never, I've never walked away from a game before this season having mm. seen Wigan play thinking, crikey, he's good. You know, you, you know, like you sometimes see, even even in struggling teams. I mean, at the moment with Villa, you know, if you offer me Matthew Lau on the right back every day of the week over Guy Demille, every day, every day of the week. You know, if you offer me uh, Vyman or Benteke up front or West Willie midfield, I take them as well. Hmm. They stood out. I, I never saw Wigan uh, while the army was at Wigan and thought, you know what, he he is really really good. 
Um, but I think he's been immense. I think he's been absolutely sensational. I think he would fit into, probably with the exception of Man United um, and Man City, because they've got Yaya Toure in that position. I think he'd fit into any other team in the Premier League. And not that I'm trying to sell him, I'm just I'm just saying as a fact. Um <laughs> No, no, seriously. <laughs> um, I've, I've, been, I've obviously been lucky enough to meet him and speak to him a couple of times this season as well. Uh, very quietly spoken, very polite young man as well. Mm. Um, and I, I just think that you know he he has been absolutely awesome for West Ham, and I, I think for for that I would give him the him the award because you know he, he never stood out for me at all before in any game of football I saw him mm. play, uh, and this season he hasn't stopped standing out. Thank you very much, Moose. Well, lastly, kind of on the point of awards, you're up for a Sony Award yourself. And I mean, wouldn't it be great to see a West Ham man win a Sony Award in the public vote for Golden Headphones? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, it's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, you Chris Evans, you're Danny Bakers, nah. and, and uh, who's, that, who's that former Welsh international bloke who's, a, who's on 606? I can't even remember his name. <laughs> he's irrelevant. He's irrelevant. How do we, how do we vote, They're Moose? all irrelevant. Just, just vote Moose. Go onto the Sony <laughs> website, yeah. uh, the awards, and uh, Golden Headphones. Just vote for for me. That's, that's why I want you to do vote Moose tonight. Yeah, Moose. Vote Moose. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have Danny Baker as a Millwall fan winning this this award, Moose. We just can't have it. No, no. I mean, no, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? In the same season, Millwall relegated and Danny Baker winning a Sony. Oh, right. <laughs> awful business. Well, Moose, thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Anytime. Thanks, Moose. Thanks, Moose. Take it easy. No worries, anytime. Cheers. Well, that was Moose there, and of course you can follow Moose on Twitter. Join Money, he's uh, almost 100,000 Twitter followers, I believe he's got, so you can go on there and follow him. He's a very good source of West Ham United news. So, the West Ham Stadium survey, by the time this podcast hits iTunes, it'll be uh, out, it'll be over, and the results will be in. Alex, uh, have you had a go on the uh, the survey? Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, I did it the other day. Um, yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm very positive about it anyway. Mm. I mean... I, at the start, I thought up to Bologna, but the bowling's all I've ever known, and I've absolutely and I love going there. Uh, and my seat is right on the halfway line and the east end upper. And I thought I can't imagine myself getting a better seat at the Olympic Stadium. Um, but I sat inside it for the Olympics, and it was it was great, and the atmosphere mm. was great. And you know, I put in where would you like to sit. Um, you know, would I want tickets for a, another event there? I can't really see myself sit, sitting, listening to Will Young there, mm. to be honest with you. So that was pretty irrelevant for me. Yeah. Um, but, um, Don't yeah. get me wrong, I love Will Young. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. smaller <laughs> venues. Yeah. Yeah. More intimate venues. His yeah. acoustic sets are yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I, I, that's my one. I, I, put, I, I did actually put that I guess I'd probably rather sit near the halfway line mm. on the, on the, in the lower tier, the back yeah. end of the lower tier. Um, and just try and replicate what I've got now. But yeah. I, I look at it now. I think, oh, will I get a better view than I, and uh, and have the people? Because I love the people I sit around as well. Like yeah. even Gav, I've been be I mean, good, I've been yeah. there for fifteen years, sitting sat in the same seat, you know, the same people. But you know, it's an exciting mm. time. I know uh, my my mate who had a season to get Highbury when they moved to Emirates. You don't get to, he didn't in his experience didn't get to stay anywhere near the people he'd been sat with for years and years and years. But You'd hope that'd be something they carry across. I just wanted to talk about this survey itself because I filled it in and I just thought it was just a bit shit and just a bit amateurish, especially like with the pictures of like the the stadium and the West Ham stadium, like the, on, superimposed on the map. It looked like it'd been photoshopped by a child. And I, I tell you what, actually, I mean, yeah, I agree with that actually because some of the questions I thought, I mean, you're not really asking me; you're just telling me. I know it's I mean, going to be this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's it's oh. not yeah, it's not a survey to show your descent. 
No, no. There was one opportunity to show uh, your dissent, which was at the very last question they said, it gives you the option to say you'll never go to the Olympic Stadium, which, you know, having listened to, you know, 30 pages of stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm not moaning because I'm up for the Olympic Stadium, but I just thought, I mean, clearly they want positive results from this survey. I mean, mean, everyone knows. It's It's not even a... Yeah, but I mean, it was just wasn't, it was too kind of blatant, I thought, you know, it was just too, it was just too heavily weighted. Like there was cleverer ways of doing it. They're like they asked that question about you know ranking the business objectives of the club. You know, it's, it's do you agree that it's more important that they invest money in the playing squad or you know the academy? And it's like well, that's the sort of thing that that's subtle. But the rest of it, I didn't think was very subtle. I, I wish they'd have um, put on an option for. I hope so because they said, do you think the West? Do you think moving to Olympic Stadium will <laughs> yeah. mean us buying get better players? I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will it mean yeah. us? You know. Yeah. Getting bigger revenue. Yes. I hope yeah. it does. Of course I do. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it does. Yeah. Would you want me to say no? I hope you don't get better players. Of course, no. of course I want better players. No. But I know exactly what you mean. It was like yeah. kind of, you really would, you would, you kind of would, or, or, yeah. or you maybe won't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it, it was very much like that. Yeah. But, you know, at least they asked, I suppose. That's that's the key thing. It'd be interesting to see what, what happens after it, though, and after, we, after okay. this. Well, you were up for yeah. it. <laughs> so, here we go. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Happy days. They Shock. didn't just have a question, are you for the move, did they? They did. Well, the last question was, how many games would you attend? Or so, It was something like yeah. that. And you had the option to go, I will never go to the Olympic Stadium. But there was five other options. were like, oh, it's great. It's it's really good. It's fun, you know. Yeah, I, I, those, I've done a few of those uh, YouGov surveys, and those questions frustrate you so much because it's mm. like, I'm fairly sure I would. I would. I definitely yeah. would. <laughs> yeah. I definitely maybe would. But I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking confusing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's lastly do some predictions. We've got yes. Newcastle home, Everton away. But quickly, James, you got Man United right? Yes, yes, yes. 2-2. Two, two, two. Two. <laughs> it's always 2-2 two, two against Man United at home. So I don't know why that, we were shocked. No, that, but, um, I looked at or 4-0 in the cup. The, yeah, 4-0. Four, yeah, four Only if Jonathan Spector's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Newcastle home. Alex, thoughts? Uh, I mean, we couldn't have picked a better time. Well, a, 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 the best time to play them or, or, or the worst time to play them because... Mm-hmm. They're not in great so you form, sound like they? the Olympic Stadium server. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly sure we'll win. Uh, I'm asking on the fence now. Um, I, I think we'll smash them. I yeah. think we'll smash them. I hope Andy Carroll oh, scores a hat trick. Smash them. I really will. And they're they're right in it. They're right in the relegation mm. fight. So yeah. I, I I think it'll be a comfortable win. Yeah. James? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we beat them oh, away. Can we go yeah, away from yeah, the YouGov? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're going to win. Um, no, unfortunately, I'm more YouGov than anything. I'm always, I'm fairly certain yeah. we'll win. Um, I think that we will we'll play better than we did against Wigan, and I mm. think we'll win 3-1. That'd be good. What about Pardew? Do you think he'll get a good reception? I don't know. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. A few years seems... ago, I think he might have got a good reception, but now I don't think. I don't know. It seems like there's too much. I, yeah, I think too much has gone on since then to really mm. have it fresh in our minds. It's funny with Pardew, isn't it? Because he's done exactly the way at Newcastle what he did at us. Yeah, yeah. He... We were talking about this. Pardew's law. He does great for a bit, and then he'll do shit. It's Pardew's law. Yeah, I've got a few Newcastle around. mates, and they're all going on about how well he's doing that. Mm. Um, I think we'll probably do all right. I think I can see us winning 2 0. Yeah, okay, so we've got uh, Everton after that. Everton away, quickly. What do you think of that? No, oh, I mean, it's always a tough one, Everton. I remember going up there and we got. We got. A, I think we drew one all up there and Zamora scored. Oh, then there was. Um, and then there was Ilan. 
who scored a... We also oh, that was a cracker. That was a cracker. The only good ball Forbear put in in, yeah. his, in his old time, but yeah. our place. It's always seems to be drawn. I reckon a draw. I reckon one all. I think we'll lose. Excellent. I think probably so nil-nil. I can see it's it. a nil-nil. <laughs> I don't think... When was the last time we had a nil-nil? I don't feel like we've had one in a while. We don't it could do be well against Everton. I don't think, mm. I think we'll lose. Going on? Okay, yeah. so we mentioned a bit earlier We mentioned a bit earlier in the show that there was going to be a big announcement, and here it is. So, very soon on this very podcast, we're going to have the KUMB Awards. And this is going to be... This is the song to accompany the awards, the KUMB Awards... <laughs> The awards are, of course, Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year, Goal of the Season, Best Signing, Most Improved Player, Most Memorable Match, Most Missed Player, Worst Player of the Year, Worst Signing, Greatest Disappointment, and the uh, Treasured Hackett of the Year I am pumped. Pumped. Alex, do you look forward to the KUMB Awards? Every year. Every Every year. year. It's a highlight. The highlight of my year. The highlight of the year. Uh, James, looking forward to it? I can't wait for the Best West Ham Stadium Survey Awards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've got it. We're getting actually YouGov to do the, uh, <laughs> the awards. The awards. <laughs> yeah, so that's the uh, KUMB awards. Uh, they're going to be on this podcast. And uh, I've been tipped off. Graham Howlett will be in the studio wow. for the awards. The big guy. The big guy. The editor. Mr. Big. The Wizard of Oz. The Enigma. <laughs> Graham Howlett will be here. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> so, what a way to end the season. Mrs. On this Doubtfire. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Clark Kent, Clark Kent. Graham Howlett. Um, <laughs> All and none of it. <laughs> and that's going to be on this podcast very soon. So uh, there'll be more announcements in uh, due course, how you can get involved, get voting. And uh, hopefully Barry Hearn will retain Hacker of the Year, <laughs> which is the, uh, uh, the, the award I always look forward to. Okay. Lovely stuff. That kind of concludes this week's episode. You can follow myself on Twitter. It's CJ Skull, and that's Skull with a C. Why not? Let's have a conversation. Alex, you on Twitter? I am indeed. Um, yeah, at Tazzy underscore boy 23. You're going to have to spell that, mate. T A double Z Y underscore B O Y 23. Lovely stuff. And if you want to add to uh, James's thousands of followers, you can do so at Long as One. Or why not also follow the uh, editor of KUMB? And his uh, Twitter handle is. Uh, K-U-M-B-D-O-T-C-O-M So, Alex, thank you very much for joining us. You made a very, very impressive debut. Thank you very much. And James, well done. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got the KMB Awards to look forward to, but uh, before that, of course, Newcastle, Everton and the season finale. When Come we on. send Reading down. Yay! Bye-bye. Come on, you iron. See you soon.